feel you're presuming too much on it, Patrick. Just you know <laughs> giving him too much credit. You're giving him too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick's Patrick's at the scale of like a, a high schooler that's like, yeah, I know this stuff. <laughs> yep. Shit, did I study? <laughs> yeah. Is the exam oh. tomorrow? Uh, is there a spark notes? Okay, here wait, here's the here's the question, right? Does does fucking Patrick have like like a like tiny like spark notes book of nod like in his fucking like a little notebook of like like it. he just listens to Nickopedia. That's canon here. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Nickopedia in canon is just this one dude like vampires are real and this is how they work. Yeah. And no one believes him. Oh yeah. Just the, the, the fucking the, 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 the camera has been trying to trace his location for years. Like, <laughs> how the fuck do we stop this guy? He's he's telling everyone. Everybody, but no one believes him. I love it. Hello, welcome to Show Some Initiative. I'm Julian, I'm your storyteller, and my pronouns are he, him, or they, them. Hi, I am uh, James, I play Jose, and I promise I'll get my pronouns in this time, I swear to God. Hi, I'm Cookie, my, I play Patrick, and my pronouns are they, them. Hi, I'm Nick, I play Danny, and pronouns are he, him. Hey, I'm Phil, I play Gabe, and my pronouns are he, him. Hello, I'm Sean, I play Theodore, I totally didn't forget. I play Theodore, and my pronouns are he, him. <laughs> Hello, I am Tori. My oh, pronouns fuck. are she, her. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. Sorry. Uh -oh. Is it Pocket Camp again? No, my friends are playing Among Us. <laughs> so they're texting. Oh, God. Hi. Sorry, I'll try that again. Hi, I'm Tori. I'm the imposter. My pronouns are she, her, or they, them, and I play Erica. So last time you all did your respective jobs for the circus, some of you succeeding, whereas others, uh, it's a little iffy. Some of you may or may not have cut your organs open. Fun times. <laughs> you all have recently grouped back up in Erica's new first aid tent. What do you... Ooh. And had a very intense discussion about Gabe might not be a legitimate vampire. Yeah, I th I think we also talked about um, uh, the fake Gabe and how that it would be a good idea to report that to Tristan. Did we say it was a good idea? I thought we were saying it wasn't a good idea. Uh, it's a good idea not to tell him like the rest of it, but saying, hey, there's someone in the circus impersonating one of your uh, employees Maybe that is something you want to look into. And that's yeah, we the, want why to. we give him the breakdown of the hunters, because the hunters were pursuing us because, quote unquote, Gabe had been making appearances in the circus from for months. Also, you you said yeah, we Tristan, want, we want not, not the prince. That makes a lot more sense now. OK, yeah. <laughs> Well, I was yeah, like, want... I think I think that'd be a terrible idea, actually. <laughs> well, Sam, we, we want we want Tristan to know because so that like this fake Gabe doing things doesn't get us kicked out. 
it might not actually be a bad idea to tell the prince just because like it's a case of if news about what fake Gabe is doing gets to the prince before we tell the prince what's going on, mm-hmm. then it mm-hmm. lo- like we can't mm-hmm. salvage that after the fact because then it just looks like we're making excuses. Yeah. yeah. Right. Also, something I realized in the week <laughs> uh, since is uh, Patrick was turned like less than a year ago, right? Or like more than a year ago? Right Gabe? around? Gabe or uh, Patrick? Sorry, Patrick. You know, Gabe. Yes, Gabe was turned about a year ago. It's what what time of year again? Is it like January? It is October now. So uh, so year, right? It was Christmas. So was it last Christmas or the Christmas before? I don't know. I last just know that last Christmas I gave you my heart. Quite yeah, yeah because last Christmas one way, you took all my blood. The prince you would have been presented <laughs> to was uh, Valencio. This year it would have been our good friend, Tabitha. Yes. And that could mean a whole world of difference. So, yeah. Has Tabitha been the prince since last Christmas is the question, I guess. Like, who, no. is, who is the prince at the end of last year? Valencia. This coup is, or the coup is still relatively fresh. Like a few months ago? Less than almost a year, so roughly the same time. Interesting. Lots of shit happened so, about a year ago. Around the same time. Okay, got it. Around the same time, the same time that Gabe was embraced, uh, Valencia was deposed, and Tabitha became the prince. So maybe it's just not clear. That might be why Tabitha might not. Uh, be Be questioning why she wasn't yeah it is like there is certainly a um, margin of error here Mm. that we might be able to in theory use okay so what all (laughs) would you guys like to do what is your plan of action here Uh, I think since we're still technically on the clock talk to Tristan um, if he's uh, he's done with his performances for the day, uh, and then after that, probably take leave to inform the prince. That would be my idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I, the other path would be try to see if we can catch up to this fake Gabe. Mm. But I don't know if they they would still be here. I think maybe we should also establish um, like a, a, a code word for, for Gabe if uh, if we ever get to a swapsies. Whoa, 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 whoa. When did, when did this turn to a spy movie? I was thinking more like <laughs> The Thing, but... Uh... No, actually, it makes sense. It does make sense. Telling Gabe something only... Telling Gabe something so that we can ask him something only he would know would be useful if we're looking for a double. That's true. Uh, well, gosh. What would only I know? Yeah, Danny, Danny kind of smiles sarcastically. Doesn't have to be complicated. <laughs> <laughs> 
You safe word, baby. <laughs> You're using gave as a safe word? I beg your fucking pardon. That's, congratulations, Jan, Jan, no, no, that's Danny, the joke. A, Welcome to the joke. Take a, take a good look at Gabe and tell me that man fucks. Tell me with a straight face, you can't. You physically cannot. I know. No, that I can't. I'm not straight. He's, he's one white shirt away from being a character out of Book of Mormon. You can't say that. <laughs> yeah. So how does Gabe react to that? To, hey, what's your safe word? <laughs> I mean, what, like a password? Uh, yeah, Danny's Danny's yeah. face kind of like scrunches up. Yes. For, like, like you see Danny's face scrunches. Danny's face scrunches up because he's trying not to laugh. I I think he means like a word that makes you feel safe and happy. Oh no, Tori, you can't make Erica <laughs> <Yeah>. so cute. <laughs> like that's, like uh, butterscotch. That's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, get, let's Pat, let's roll with that. Pat, All right. Pat, what, Patrick fully leaves the tent for a second and just hear him belt out a laugh uh, outside the tent, and he just goes back in. Yeah, go ahead. Let's uh, let's roll with that. All right, what do you got? Well, oh, I'm concerned here. Is there some way that uh, is there some way that I don't know that someone could read my mind or something, glean that information through uh, some nefarious or supernatural means? Because that doesn't seem like the best idea. Then, if uh, you know, oh. Well, sure, there's ways, but you're kindred. That makes it a lot harder. Kind thoughts, they're easy, but, um... Kindred thoughts, not so much. We're all magic and all that jazz, so it makes it harder. Hmm. I can't read your mind, but my grandma taught me how to tell your fortune with tea leaves. We could try that. Well, I don't know if I'd believe in that kind of thing, but it certainly is fun to do. Yeah, Danny kind of like looks out the tent, like, you know, seeing, checking out for suspect characters, and then you know dips back in. Well, what do you got then? It just needs to be a word, something that we can ask for. Well, oh god, I as a player don't know what to do with this. <laughs> It, it can literally be anything. It, like, it doesn't matter that it, that only Gabe knows it. It's just something you tell us now so that yeah. we can ask yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well. Say, go with biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Biscuits and gravy. Aha, right? uh -huh, okay. I, look, I miss them. I miss them. All right. Oh. That might be a time. That may be quite the time to work in the conversation, but sure, that's good enough. I mean, anyway. I don't know how hard it is for you to talk about biscuits and gravy. I feel like it's not that uh, unusual of a topic. <laughs> Down here in the south, it ain't. <laughs> Down here in the south, it ain't. <laughs> Delightful. So your code word is biscuits and gravy in case you happen to run into this Gabe imposter. So I think it's clear then that the guy I saw at the tent wasn't Gabe at all, but this imposter. Mm -hmm. Which 
at least lets us know that he's still in this circus. That's a good start, at least. So what's our move, then? Are we going after them? Are we informing Tristan? I think our first move is to talk to Tristan. Yeah, but we oh, should... Yeah. Um, yeah, let's all head over to where Tristan is. Hey, uh, Theo, you're working the computers. Do they have cameras? We cut back to Theo working the computers. He's just been playing uh, 3D <laughs> ultra space ultra ultra space pinball just the been whole playing time. Computer, <laughs> no, he's just he's playing uh, the fucking like uh, no. He's just playing the no internet like Google game like dinosaur game. <laughs> he turned off the internet series so he could play that game. <laughs> the computer, uh, the computer, like, computer's just unplugged. He's yeah. just looking at a blank screen. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the plot of Candle Cove. The next RPG we will be playing. Everyone, pull out your Candle Cove uh, character sheets. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I will ask you, Julian. Though I assume the answer is yes. Yes, they do. Uh, they do have okay. security cameras. You haven't gotten a good look at them because you were busy with other things, but you are aware that they exist. Yeah, there, there are. Do you want me to focus on that next time? If you could at least uh, keep an eye out for Gabe, that might be a good thought. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds doable. I'll definitely be able to see everyone through through these live feeds. <laughs> That's a very interesting way to phrase that. Alright, well, let's get going, everybody. We got a Gabe to hunt. Well, that makes me a little nervous, but... Another Gabe, another... a different... Still. It's alright, we know you're safe word now, so you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Thanks for the reassuring words. I don't know. Yo, Danny just actually cracks out. Like, he can't hold it anymore. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. Oh god. Yeah, mm -hmm, what she said. Alright, let's go. You're really not like, helping to feel any, uh. any safer here. It's all right. It's not the words, it's the actions that matter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like this might be this might be the worst episode for me because I <laughs> desperately try. I'm I'm holding I'm restraining myself pun intended there. Okay. Oh, I'm right. here. Uh, I'm mentally present, I swear. Yeah, Don't hold back, Julian. We can take it. It's okay. I will say, oh, Danny's going to try to catch uh, Theo as they move as they move out. Yeah, you guys are able to hang near the back. Yeah. So he kind of like, you know, like Danny kind of hangs back uh, with Theo in the back and he like whispers over. Is it done? It's all gone. It's the files corrupted. Can't be accessed. Did you look? Nope. <laughs> I think that's a roll there, my guy. That is a roll. All right, so you're 
Uh, manipulation plus subterfuge versus... Perception plus empathy. Empathy is what we've been doing, yeah. Okay. Are you kidding me? Oof. Are you kidding me? What's that roll? There's three ones. It's a botch. Uh You at least no. expertise. I didn't look at the camera of you in the. I mean, you weren't in the alley. Why well, wasn't in the alley? What's an alley? Who's Morales? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Morales? I since uh, wait, Sean, are you spending any willpower on that roll or no? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so oh, one well, willpower to make so that is zero. A yeah, uh, I knew this would fucking happen. Danny, the were, way Theo, too well. the way Theo is kind of like shifting himself, the way he isn't quite meeting your eyes fully, and Who's also Theo? the fact that he's a Tremere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you already, you already don't trust me. Danny yeah, wins through the power of clan stereotyping. <laughs> Friendly reminder, listeners: Danny is vampire racist. <laughs> At fucking everyone's vampire raisins. It's vampire. It's how it be. Um, yeah. So like, see, so yeah, Danny like kind of figures out that Theo's lying, and Theo could definitely see this, right? Um, he knows. He knows, and he knows that he knows that he knows. <laughs> Danny is like looking over at Theo, right? And like it's it's a stare like so intense. It's almost like um, like it, all, it almost kind of looks like you know like the eyes are like narrowing right, like a predator's right. Mm. Theo, Theo can actually Theo oh. can actually see Danny weighing the value of Theo's life. <laughs> oh, like it's like right. like it like it's like that kind of stare like. You know, just that kind of um, consideration, right? Because, you know, clearly it's that important to him. The fact that you know that look off the cuff, the way you're phrasing this, are you okay? Do you, like, need help? <laughs> Do you and need to bury a body? We can help you, Nick. It's okay. Blink twice Jesus if you need Christ. help. Uh, Theo, uh, noticing that Danny has realized, uh, I, I, I believe he, he just, like, immediately just tried to cover it, like, well, not cover it, but, uh, change his, uh, methodology, methodology, I guess, in, in, in less of a misdirection. Well, the favor's still on. Yeah, Danny looks back, Danny looks back at him. The favor's still on, as long as you don't tell anyone. Is that clear? Wasn't part of the deal, but... Danny, like, leans over. It is now. It is now. For now. Yeah, Danny kind of pulls back a bit. And again, like, for now, he seems satisfied with that answer. And uh, he pulls back. 
So yeah, we head to Tristan then. Alrighty. Uh, while on our way, uh, Patrick is going to be on the lookout to see if he spots second Gabe. Okay. If you are actively Eric. looking for second Gabe, <laughs> thank you. Sorry. If you are actively looking for second Gabe, that is going to be wits plus or perception plus alertness. All right. Eric is going to be on the lookout too, but it probably isn't as cool looking. She's kind of like bopping her head around like. Aww. <laughs> I just realized I just bopped my head around in example and mm-hmm. you guys can't see me. I mean, if you have a webcam. <laughs> ah, oof, oof. Sorry, I have the vampire ability of not being able to be seen on camera. Yeah, Tori does, does, not Eric. God, I wish Tori does, not Eric. Yeah. Uh, that's two successes for all Patrick. This was Sorry, I was writing yes. notes. What are we doing? Yes. Uh, Patrick is looking to see if he spots fake game. I will say Theodore and Danny are probably going to be too wrapped up in their conversation to notice or to try to look. Mm-hmm. Four successes. That was one success for me. <laughs> Bless. I will say, Jose, with your four successes, you're the one who probably gets the closest. And the most you notice is a handful of the people at the circus. Uh, You can tell that they're also kindred, are just kind of like looking at you, both in a mixture of confusion and some just kind of staring you down. But you get the sense that like, maybe that's normal for new hires. Maybe there's some sort of vampire initiation you gotta go through, you don't know. You've been here for like, what, six hours? Hmm. But you do catch a few people. Not you. You're looking at them, but they are also very much looking at you. But none of them look like Gabe, except for the uh, actual Gabe. Assume it, actual Gabe, next to you. Oh God! Oh fuck! Howdy. Gabe is the imposter. I saw Gabe vent. <laughs> oh boy. He's allowed to to vent his feelings, you know. He keeps it all bottled up. <laughs> Yeah, what's happened in the past year? Yeah, he he might be a, a cr- an existing an existence criminal, whereas existence is a crime. Uh. <laughs> you all get to Tristan's, and even without going in, you can tell Tristan seems to be having a pretty heated argument with someone. Patrick, you're able to tell from. Twain of the voice, it's Samantha from earlier. Oh. Okay. Uh, can I strain my ear a little bit and try to pick up what you're saying? For sure, yeah. Perception plus alertness. And I will assume that my keen hearing does help in this role, perception. Yes, it does. It very much does. Your keen hearing does, in fact, help you to hear. (laughs) 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 Fucking galaxy brain. (laughs) Listen, I prefer prefer asking, alright? In other news, people die when they are killed. (laughs) (laughs) We're playing Vampire the Masquerade, that ain't exactly true. (laughs) Nick, I am going to follow you. Uh, That's five successes. With those five successes, you get a good chunk of this conversation. They seem to be kind of in the middle of something. You hear Samantha, like, 
Tristan, come on, it's, it's clearly, come on, why do we even have to fucking call you that there's no one here? And you hear uh, Tristan respond, just in case, you never know who's listening, just fucking call me Tristan, it's not that difficult. And she, okay, Tristan, well, when are you gonna actually go back and try to, you know, fight this bitch? She clearly doesn't value the title as much as you do. And they're just kind of going off about Tristan, Samantha kind of accuses him of avoiding responsibility, but you can't quite figure out what mm -hmm. they're, you can't quite piece together what they're exactly yeah. talking about. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah. I, I, I have this information now. So yes. I'm patching it with it. Who knows? Certainly I don't. <laughs> <laughs> But do you guys uh, tur or knock first, or...? Uh, I'll call uh, out. Uh, hey, Tristan, uh, do you have a sec? Tristan opens up the door, looking very exhausted, with a pissed-off Samantha behind him. I give a little wave. Hey, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, come on in. Yeah. And you all file into his office, and... Samantha excuses herself like, we're not done with this conversation. You are going to listen to me this time. And he nods and waves her off and she kind of slams the door. Okay, I- Relationship I'm... troubles? Oh, uh, no, no, God, she's a fucking child. Fair enough. Well, we have a bit of a problem that you should probably know about. Uh, this was bound to happen. What's up? Oh, are, are you expecting something? I just, you, you know, double agents working for the prince and also for me, there's bound to be some sort of nonsense going on. Well, I mean, I'm not upset with you guys, I'm just saying, like... He shrugs. I don't know for sure what kind of nonsense this is uh, at this juncture, but there does appear to be somebody at this establishment uh, who has taken my visage and is posing as me. Um, and we do not know what they are doing. Although there are reports from a source that we talked to that people saw me uh, draining people. He arches his eyebrows. Really? That's a new one? Okay, uh, this is some... Magic bullshit, isn't it, huh? We assume uh, the hunters that followed us last night, they had apparently been tailing the father here for six months, I think they said, uh, on this circus. From Oregon. S six months, Oregon. Oh. Despite the fact that the father only came to town here and met the circus for the first time a few days ago. Yeah. Not to mention, I've never been to Oregon in my life. <laughs> I I trust you. I trust you. Uh, it's just so they're hmm. 
Do you have any theories about who or why or anything I could do to help you in particular? Uh, we're reckoning it a Tremir doing it, but that's his. Sorry, Ventru doing it. Yeah, the other one. That's the Ventru. They're very different, but okay. Yeah, I just, um, it's been a night. You watch someone slice open their throat with a sword and it, and it kind of get, gets stuck in your head on replay. <laughs> like, that's the worst thing you've ever seen. I, was yeah. say, I figured you all people would be able to stomach some of the other the more macabre things that we see. It's different when it's self-inflicted. I've got issues with mm. that. He actually, Tristan holds <laughs> up a finger at that. Two actually pointing at Danny and Jose. That's while I have you guys here. I guess that's something I need to bring up. Um, I did get a few comments about a sword swallower hurting himself and how he should go to a hospital. So that might mean that uh, you can't exactly perform the next couple of days unless we want to risk a fucking violation. Of health code or of that masquerade thingy? I assume masquerade. masquerade. He gives you, like, a look of confusion I mean, mixed with pity. Masquerade. I'm just checking. No, I, he, he, can, he can heal himself. He turns to the rest of the group. She, she knows about that, right? She knows about the healing thing? It's a long story. We've told her. Oh. I'll tap it's dying believe hard. It or, believe, it, uh, believe it or not, she does know about the vampire thing. Oh, I mean, hell, she used a she used a Zemisi juju to stick her hands to my throat. Okay, okay, that's a, that's a good step forward. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> that is just one thing, though, uh, Danny. I'm afraid I can't let you perform the next couple of nights. Just in case someone comes back. Yeah, it didn't exactly work out like I'd hoped. Sorry for that one, Tristan. Oh no, I'm very proud of you for for trying something new, and he gives you, like, a genuine smile, which is very rare. Just be a little bit more careful next time. Maybe pick something or practice a little more. I believe in you. But back to your other game situation. Is there anything I can do? I'm here for you, just as much as you're here for me. I think the main problem was just, you know, you did say there was one big guideline, and if you had gotten reports from uh, some of the other staff of the father, or any of us would have seen the father drinking blood, it would have been, I'm assuming, it would have gotten a little uh, ugly there. So just keeping you informed of, informed of what's what's going on, or at least what, what we've been able to glean. Well, hell, I gotta ask. I mean, Tristan, it seems like you have a pretty tight ship here. You keep track of things. Am I right in that? He nods as tight as I can, yeah. So I guess you'd have to tell me. How does someone go around preying on the herd in your domain for six months without you noticing? He kind of looks at the ground for a moment. Well, if you guys said it's Tremere shit like you, or not Tremere, if you guys said it's Zemisi shit. God. 
Ventrue. Uh, yeah. Ventrue. Okay. You guys said Okay, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Well, my best bet, then, is that it's some sort of magic nonsense where someone's disguising it or hiding it. I've never been super good at that stuff, unfortunately. So I'm trying to think of who all here. Hmm. I have a list of a few people. Hmm. He goes... Can we have that list? Yeah, he, he goes to his desk and pulls out a memo pad and writes a couple, couple names down. Well, not a couple, a few, technically speaking. I heard writes a couple memes down. I was like, oh, okay. It's very useful for Gabe and Erica. And these ones were the old Actually, could you write out a few memes for me? I can't keep up with the kids these days. Oh, sweetie. Just a little encyclomemia. Encyclomemia. Oh, God. That's our new segment called it. Is someone is someone explaining memes to Erica? Probably Theo. I think Theo could do a good job of that. I know. Um, I would love. I would adore just, seeing Gabe, Theo, and Erica discuss memes. Yes. I've, I've just had a horrible realization now that when uh, when Tari said that just now. What? So, oh, Dan, so Danny. So Danny was embraced in in the late seventies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so there's a possibility that Danny is one of those like fucking video game boomers that's like fucking man pong fucking pac-man no, the arcades those are real video games you don't get to have any soul anymore oh my, oh my gosh <coughs> I know we come back to Danny's opinions in Fortnite <laughs> luckily Danny is physically incapable of drinking white monster energy so <laughs> He's spared that. A venture who only drinks from uh, gamers whose uh, blood is at least 10% Mountain Dew. Oh, no. Hold on, let me write that down. <laughs> we all have to have a backup character, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, when you, Erica, mentioned, can you write down a couple memes for fucking, me? Wait a minute. A high, fucking, a high society, you know, fucking, like, physical monster that drinks the blood of gamers. His name is Chad. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, he is the one that the gamers must fear. (laughs) Praise on them in the night. (laughs) When Erica mentions, oh, could you write down a couple memes just kind of as a joke, I guess. He kind of gives you a really soft look. Oh, sweetie. Oh, my gosh. You have a lot to catch up on, don't you? I mean, I could use a cross course or two. He comes back and hands you a list of three people. Jay Morgan, Melanie Roberts, and Osmodius Carter Wilkinson. These are the three people. Hold on, I need to write these names down. I'll type them up for you. Thank you. Thank you. Theo pulls out his, his, uh, notepad. <laughs> no, the, the, this, this new task feels surprisingly alternate university. Considering what the, the first start to the vampire campaign was. 
tone, I don't, I don't know her. Hmm. So that's your list of people. He goes, these are the three who either, I mean, either Tremere or Zemisi. They might be able to manipulate themselves into changing appearance. I don't know if they would respond well to questioning. I don't know if you guys want to handle this or you want me to, but he shrugs. It's a start. It's a start. Plus, I have my own back channels I can look through, but thank you for your help. Of course, anytime, anything, anytime. Yeah, Danny seems to consider something and looks over at Theo. Yo, Theo. Jeez, okay. So. If I remember correctly, traditionally, the Ventru and the Tremere have been pretty closely allied, being probably the most hardcore Camarilla guys. Yeah. If, if the person we think is doing this is doing this, then it might then. I say odds are likely it's a Tremere. You think you can hit up... You think you can hit up the Chantry? I mean, you're the only one that can get in. And if there's a place to find the Tremere, it's there. He seems a little reluctant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I am the only one that can do that. Yeah, that I can do that. You sound like you're trying to reassure yourself there. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I, I can. I can do that. <laughs> I visualize it. I speak it into existence. I can do this. How hard could it be? Uh, I, it's always sunny in Philadelphia splash screen. Theo gets kicked from the Tremere. Oh, no. <laughs> we all get put on the red list. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a pleasure working with you, Tristan, but uh, we got to report back to home base on this one. Of course, of course. Uh, just stay safe. And actually, uh, Gabe, could I have a moment? Uh, yes. He kind of gives you a very intense stare, and you feel chills, like, up your spine, even though you didn't think that was possible as a kindred anymore. He goes, you would never hurt anyone here, right? I... I would not. He pauses for a moment. All right. I trust you on that. He nods. You you can go. Thank you. Uh, oh, okay. Have a good evening now. Okay. As you guys head out of the office, you see that Samantha lady, or girl, I guess, waiting outside patiently before stepping back in after you all leave and closing the door. She nods. God knows I need it. And you all drive back to Prince Tabitha's big ol' skyscraper office building.
very it ominous. Be fun pushing someone off of the top floor. Hmm. Put that uh -oh. in. <laughs> Write down that idea. Oh, no. Put it in your pocket for later. <laughs> Write it in Theo's evil plans notebook. <laughs> You all are escorted up the elevator after getting checked and cleared. And Prince Tabitha is shuffling through some paperwork when you guys come in and she gives you a big smile. Oh, hello everyone. It's so good to see you. Please, please have a seat. Well, now, um, tell me. Hey, we're with Tabitha. I have to make a roll, don't I? Yep. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Roll, roll, <laughs> roll. roll. Uh, <laughs> I have to double check what the roll is. Um, Wait, does, does Gabe have to roll every time he sees Tabitha so no, he doesn't embarrass himself? Sure. No. Will Gabe be a blubbering idiot tonight or not? <laughs> Vote with your phones. <laughs> right, what's my willpower there? Uh, hey, this, isn't, this doesn't shape up very well, um, considering I'm going to roll six willpower, ob seven. Ooh. But how many successes do you need? At least one? If it's just one, you get. Oh, that's true. Hmm. Okay, but listen, you can I forgot the system here. up for a second. Ugh. Hey, hey, see. hey there's a success. Um, double checking that it is the one success. Yep, okay, I'm, I can be a normal person in front of the prince. Hooray. <laughs> Could it be me? Okay. Uh, I guess. Huzzah. It's okay, I get nervous in front of pretty ladies too. Oh, <laughs> that's the oh. whole food. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so you all sit down in Prince Tabitha's office. Or, I mean, some of you got to stand because there are only so many chairs. Now, please, yeah, please tell me Patrick what stands. what all have you uh, accomplished this evening? Surgery. Oh? So soon? Uh, it was for one of... It's a long story. There was a sword involved, and, uh... There was let's an say everything turned out better than we could have expected. Oh, okay. I see, I guess. Uh, we continued looking, uh, once again. So far, no evidence of enemy groups or uh, of any sort. But uh, we're looking. Uh, quick pause. Did we did we decide about telling Tabitha or not? I don't think Tabitha is going to be too. She's not great with Gabe and maybe telling her, hey, someone's impersonating Gabe might lead to her thinking that we're covering for him. Mm-hmm. We don't need to give her that ammunition. Yeah. However, yeah. I, I do I do say, like, as Nick said, uh, if then something does happen and we go, oh, no, it's just we did find this out, like, a week ago, but we didn't want to tell you, then it looks much worse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's better to tell her now so that it doesn't look like we're trying to hide stuff later. Yeah, Although, I think... To be fair, she interviews us individually, doesn't she? Mm -hmm. So... Mm. That's that's kind of up to each character what they want to do with that. Yeah, however, right now we're all in the same place. Yeah, true. 
We think someone's interfering with our particular little group in a very perplexing way, though. Oh, goodness. Please tell me what what's happening. What can I do? Uh, we've seen someone doppelganging a member of our troop around Carnival, and uh, supposedly uh, hunters have been tracking one of us in Oregon six months ago, and it wasn't the one of us that's actually from Oregon, so... It's a little concerning. Oh, goodness. That's, yeah, more than a little. I, oh, I'd hate to, hmm. Are you, hmm. Are you aware of who it may be that they're impersonating? Uh, so far, it looks like uh, our good friend Gabriel. She kind of pauses at that and her eyebrows arch. Gabe? That was also my reaction. The least con- okay, the- uh, Interesting choice. The thing that's confusing me is, supposedly this has been going on for six months. That's way before you even gave us a job. How would they know to interfere? Unless this is attached to some bigger project of yours. She kind of pauses for a moment. I couldn't think of anything that I would do that would, hmm. And I would very much like everyone to please give me perception plus empathy. Ob here is going to be, I think the max I can set it is eight, legally speaking. <laughs> legally. Okay, legally. Since when has the law ever stopped us? I'm looking for a specific number of successes. If any of you meet it, I will tell you, but. We'll see. Um, I don't have any dots and empathy, so I'm going to pass on this, I think. Okay. You don't want to take uh, that on 10 roll? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I'm just saying, there's... It's unlikely, somewhat, that I'll make this. Okay, I'll just go... Is like, empathy? Don't know her. <laughs> For real. I don't care about other people's feelings. I just want to make troubles. With you guys' successes and lack thereof, None of you see anything wrong with Prince Tabitha's behavior here. She seems like she genuinely doesn't know. And uh, after, is there any, uh, oh, oh wait. Oh, is there anything else you would uh, like to tell me as a group before this uh, individual interview process starts? Um, did we tell her about the, the hunters? We told her about the hunters. Uh... I think Jose would like to tell her more about that on his meeting, though. Mm -hmm. As a group, anything anyone else wants to talk about? No, I think I think I'm done. Okay, so for the sake of speeding this up, is there anyone who specifically wants to have a scene? If not, I will assume that you just give her a basic rundown of what you did, any intel you gathered, etc. But if you have anything specific you want to say, now is the time to do it. Mm, no, I think Patrick doesn't really have anything specific. I think, yeah, Gabe would try to keep contact with the prince to a minimum, especially after a conversation last time. So Gabe's not going to reveal anything else. 
unless she like specifically has questions for him. So, who? I'm sorry. One more time. Who wants a specific scene with the prince? No one. Okay. So after your individual meetings, she stands out in the hallway with you all. Okay, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate all of the hard work that you guys have done for me, and I expect more great things in the future. Best of luck with your investigation, and I do hope that you find something soon. Have a lovely evening. Good night, Tabitha. Thank you very much. Uh, Patrick will do again the awkward half bow. He still doesn't bow. He still doesn't know how to how to come really late to get and just awkwardly shuffle off. Erica sees Patrick do this and follows suit with a awkward curtsy. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 she's a prince, you know. It's kind of kind of what you expect. Gabe's gonna uh, kind of stiffly get up and then give it like a a jerky kind of wave and then halfway through the wave like realize oh uh and then kind of go a weird bow um <laughs> it's just like very tight i guess and quick and then like uh, 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 ha happy sleeping and then turn around and get out of there <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so... Well, uh, that just happened. Yeah, in indeed it did. Oh, boy. That one's an I will say, uh, before we, um, before we, like, go back to, like, our homes to sleep, I would like oh to have a scene God. with Jose. Oh, yeah, uh, Jose was gonna invite anyone who wanted to talk back the last resort, which is, uh, we didn't mention it, uh, in the last episode with a couple episodes, which is wild because, you know, it, they were set at the bar. The name of the Jose's bar is the last resort. It is Maybe big. apt for this scene. We will see. <laughs> oh God. Oh fuck. It's a cheesy resort themed bar. <laughs> oh, I would love that. I would it's, it's, that. it's based off of love boat that show from the eighties. Every it single just the only the only song that plays there is Escape. Yeah. <laughs> Every single drink comes with uh, a little tiny um, parasol, even if it's just like a beer. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. God, amazing. I just I, I just had the image of Patrick like nursing like I know I know we can't drink, but I just had the image of Patrick nursing a beer with like five or four of the little parasols like stuck in his beard. Yes. Beauty's <laughs> already finished. Dude, if well, I ever... Does you it like pina coladas? Blast in the background. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's got a, like, mini Scotch jukebox list. at every table, and you can pay a quarter to play oh, a song you want to hear. No, oh, stop. Man. I want pay, this to be real. Wait, you can separate? pay a quarter, but it only plays Escape. That's the secret. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And one. No, you can pay unusual. a quarter to stop playing Escape. It won't play anything else. <laughs> at least you won't have to listen to it for now. <laughs> It's it's how Jose earned all of his money. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, assassinations don't pay too much. It's just it's just from the from the reverse. It's just from people boxes. not wanting to hear the song "Escape" again. Actually, the murder is more of a passion project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I I do it for free, but gotta pay the bills. 
Escape so pays the bullet pays the bills. Hi, it's me, Cookie, world-renowned podcastator and your favorite tired dad in your favorite vampire podcast, Patrick. Thank you so much for checking out our show. We're so glad to have you here with us at Show Some Initiative. If you enjoy our show and want to support us, we'd really appreciate it if you could share our show with your friends. To stay in the loop, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and our Instagram and our Tumblr. You can find all of uh, all of those links in our link tree uh, at linktree slash show some initiative. That's linktr.ee slash show some initiative. Uh, our show is currently available on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and YouTube, and we'd absolutely love if you could leave a comment on any or all of those platforms, as it helps, you know, with the algorithm and makes it so much pe more people can find us. Um, if you leave a comment, we may read it out loud in these outbreak segments. Uh, anyways, just wanted to say thank you again, and I'll let you get back to the show now. Bye. So you all are at the last resort, and it is unfortunately not Jimmy Buffett-themed, much to my dismay. They, they do have a Jimmy Buffett night every once in a while, though. I oh, thank God. That. It used to be a Jimmy Buffett-themed bar until Jose took over, but he still tries to, you know, <laughs> pay homage. please the old West. clientele. <laughs> he has, like, a bunch of the old props in the back office. Oh, oh, God, I just, I won the scene to take place with Patrick in a Hawaiian shirt he found at the back. <laughs> he just, he just, someone spilled beer. Okay, as we are entering, someone spills beer on Patrick and he has to go change. And the only thing available is one of the old Margaritaville themed uh, Hawaiian shirts. Yes, the dream. <laughs> Patrick just like, he's just like, I need an excuse to wear this Hawaiian shirt. The goes, all right. Ah, uh, uh, someone spilled Dumb. beer on me. Uh, oh, well. Oh, no. Okay, you all are at oh, no. the bar, and I'm assuming yes. you guys have kind of, you know, paired off and talking amongst yourselves. There are kind of rounds, so you may want to be a little careful about what you're saying. Actually, once again, it's closed for the oh. night for repairs because of, you know... All because the windows the got shattered last shoot, night. <laughs> because of the actual shootout we had. Yeah. Understandable. So yeah. never mind, there are no kind. You guys are at the last resort talking amongst yourselves. And Danny and Jose wanted to have a private conversation. So I imagine you guys go to Jose's office or something. I do like the idea of it being in the pool room, though. Uh, 100% we're yeah. playing pool while, <laughs> while doing talking about this. Okay, never mind then. You guys are... You guys have gotten your own pool table, convincing the others that they could play too uh, at a different table down there in another room far, far away. Exactly. Right after that, Gabe just, uh, Patrick just left, just left the room very quickly. <laughs> Listen, yes. <laughs> uh, what'd you want to talk about, Mr. Rose? 
yeah, Danny kind of leans over, um, lining up the shot right on the the cue ball, and he shoots. He shoots Jose. Exactly. Now he uh, he, and he like you know smacks the ball down, breaking up the uh, the line of uh, pool balls and down the middle. Well, and he gestures with his head. That guy, the hunter, the one you got tied up back there. Uh, he's free, remember? I hired him. <laughs> tied yeah, up in a legal that's contract. the thing. You can't just keep him like that. Would you mind elaborating a little? I don't quite uh, get where you're coming from. Jose will take his shot. <laughs> from the pocket. Nice. Mm. I've been playing this game for a very long time. I can imagine. <sighs> Look. Partly. And he, like, lines up another shot. I could say that it's dangerous. Potentially could be a masquerade violation since he's free and not ghouled. And he takes a shot, knocking, uh, you know, one of the balls into the corner. And that'd be a sound enough argument. But that's not really it. Not for me, anyway. Hmm. And, uh, what is it for you? Yeah, Danny kind of gestures again with his head at him. That guy. You told him you weren't really a kindred. Certainly did. Now, maybe he believes you. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. He knows you work with kindred, that's for sure. And he knows that we're going to keep coming here. And he knows how dangerous we are, especially to people like him. Now, as a rule of thumb, I don't like lying to people. Especially not like this. That guy, whatever happened to him that caused him to get, become a hunter, to get on this line of work, it probably means he doesn't have anything else. At least let the man have his dignity. Hmm. I'll admit, Mr. Rose, I didn't expect that to be your, uh, objection to all of this. Uh, but you have to understand, uh, I served for the United States military in World War II. I know a lot of people who could have done a lot better if they had a second chance like I'm giving that guy. And I've seen too many people willing to throw their lives away for some terrible crusade. And I'm not allowed to, uh, I just can't let him be another casualty of something like that. And Jose will 
uh, take his shot. That's fair. You've been through a lot, I imagine. <laughs> Seen a lot. More than I'd like to have. But... Maybe you can see it a different way. Imagine you're him. Well... Let me tell you a different story first. So I grew up on the streets in New York. And I say the streets because that's really what it was. I was barely home. Parents didn't give a damn where I was or where I wasn't. Until... And he like takes a shot and there's like some force behind that shot, right? When I'd get home, I'd always look around. Because I always had to return there eventually. Because I knew if I didn't, Dad would get mad. And that meant the belt. And again, he shoots again, like, uh, and it goes into the pocket. I knew a lot of kids like that growing up. People always had to come back to the place they were afraid of the most because they didn't know what would happen if they didn't. Consider that guy out there. He doesn't know what's gonna happen if he leaves. You can say something, but it won't really matter, and you know what you'll have to do anyway. So he's gonna have to keep coming back. Back to a den of monsters that he took up arms against because he was afraid of them. Over, and over, and over again. Let me tell you, that's a worse hell than anything he's gonna experience out there is. If, uh, to be fair, if he was working at, uh, most of the punk bars in Dallas, I'd be inclined to agree with you, but, um, I do have a, not a side business, this is technically my side business, but I have a little tertiary goal here. Uh, you see all the posters on the wall? It looks around. Yeah. A couple of those names made it big. And they started out playing here. And when they usually start touring for the first time, I manage for most of them because they need a shot as much as anyone else. They like to take people from the bar with them, people who uh, thought they'd spend the rest of their life in this uh, little dead end. But uh, no, they go out, they see the world, they find a little bit of success, they find somewhere else. I'm trying to get him a ticket out of here, but uh, he needs a good first step, and this is the first step I can give him. And uh, to give a more uh, reason for why I'm not ghouling him for uh, our kind of people is uh, the Asimites don't enjoy spreading the disease of vampirism around. We try to avoid it at any cost. And I'm not about to break that particular rule because 
one hunter might cause me some problems. Yeah, Danny nods. Yeah, the principles of Hakim. I've gave him a glance over. Yeah, there are worse codes to follow in the, this funky little world of ours. Yeah, yeah, there are. Look. That guy out there? I know you want to give him a shot, believe me. But he's not just some average guy. He chose to get into this life, and now he's had a rude awakening. What he needs is to get out of it. Out of this, away from us. Kindred, we don't help people. We try. Our best, our best to stay human. But if you follow the words of Hakim as close as you say you do, then you should know that what Kindred do most is hurt people. And he like leans forward. Let him go. Let him go and make sure he never comes back. I won't tell nobody. I suppose I could pull some funds together, give him a fresh start in a new town, away from all of this. I'll consider it. Yeah, Danny, um, he smiles and he pulls back. And I think for once you can see it's not a predatory smile. It's just a genuine one. And he leans over the table and strikes the, uh, you know, the, the pool ball. And I think you see it accidentally clatters a, uh, the eight ball, which goes into the hole. Ah, damn. Well, I guess that's it for me. Mm. I do have one question for you, though, before we wrap up too quickly. You do know, uh, who Tabitha works for, right? He raises an eyebrow. Now, to consider. Uh, it's not exactly my place. I'm not part of the Camarilla, and I, or kind, kind of likes to keep our interests separate. But um, Tabitha's what we like to call a bit more traditionalist. Uh, than a lot of people. Works for a lot of very traditionalist people. A lot of elders that don't exactly like uh, certain kinds of vampires, thin bloods, kaitiffs. I, you're, trying uh, to, you're trying to say something? You seem like a loyal person. Daniel, and that is a, that's a valuable, valuable, uh, outlook to have. But loyalty is only worth it if you know the person you're loyal to cares about you. I don't think it's exactly a coincidence that we have a 
a lot of newbies and outsiders working this job. We're more than likely a dispensable means to an end. And say uh, we get this done and everything goes according to plan, say it goes the best end we can and we get praise and accolades and good deals with the Prince of Dallas. How long do you think it's going to be before the people that uh, Tabitha looks for are going to keep you around? Given that they think to seem that you're kind of seem to be some sort of a sign of the apocalypse. Just something worth considering. Wouldn't want you doing a job without all the details. Yeah. Danny seems to, like, think on this for a bit. right? I don't know. I don't know who she works for. I don't know what her long-term intentions are. And the thing about it is, is that I don't care. It's very simple. As a kindred, you feast on human beings. You kill to survive. You fight for your life, or unlife, as it were, in this dark world. There's one thing you've got. One thing that separates you from that animal inside, and that's your word. When you go back on that, you've lost everything. And I gave my word to her. So until she breaks hers, I'm in for the long haul. And yeah, he puts his, uh, like, pool cue back on the wall. Good night, Jose. Sleep tight. Good night, Danny. Happy sleep. <laughs> and yeah, Danny walks out of the bar. Uh, while Still that alive. all, yeah, <laughs> while that Damn, all is happening, it's a good night uh, to Jose, I guess, not to the rest of you. Just to Jose, all right. I see how it is. I'm a mirror, It doesn't matter. Oh, hey, you literally, Danny... you literally threatened me. <laughs> I don't want to hear that I shit. I haven't threatened you yet. <laughs> Shush. Yeah, you did. You said like. <laughs> Hey, that was a part of the deal that I don't get to share your information with whoever I want. <laughs> I didn't say any of this. I just said that I looked into, looked into. No, yeah, I, I said footage, you don't don't share. I said don't share with anybody. Which was not part of the deal. I, I said don't share with anybody, and you said that was a part of the deal. I mean, he didn't say he would do it. He's just saying that it wasn't part of the deal. Your exchange rate, he can run some footage. No, <laughs> no that is not, that is not valid. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry, but you should have gotten that in writing. I'm context clues, Cookie. <laughs> what is context? Fuck you. I've never understood <laughs> anything in my life. I'm not starting now.
Context is fake. All right, it doesn't exist. It's not you real. You can't stop fighting over over turning this podcast around. No, con context are those things you put in your eyes to see better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, moving on, moving on, moving on. Other people, let's go. Yeah. So while that is happening, Danny and Jose's conversation. What are Gabe, Theo, Erica, and Patrick up to? So anyway, the most important thing about fishing is the bait. You see, if you have a good... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, thank you. Okay, Brian from Dream Daddy. <laughs> no! I mean, you're right, but no. I don't know, I thought we were going to talk about... Um, what we we're gonna do about this whole fake cave situation, but then Gabby just, uh, Danny just peaced out. Yeah, that's kind so. of what I was thinking too. <laughs> well, uh, this is during, and then when Danny leaves, I'll let you know, but. So you see, Erica, so, that, so human, so you're, the, the thing that you're not, we call them kind, and then you're kindred, aka vampire. You, all right. Are you getting this? Kind. I think so. So not kinda, just kind. Kind, kind. So that's yes. what you call the regular people. Yeah. And we're kindred. We're not. We don't call ourselves vampires. No, that's not, because that's not that hip, would be a mask. That could be a masquerade violation. And that's not <laughs> good because. Oh, it's it's like it's like a safe word. So they they don't know about it, right? Yeah, it's that thing. All right, I, th I think I'm getting it. Oh, boy. <laughs> do we want to do actual plot? <laughs> so at that point, then, uh, Danny does kind of walk by the rest of you without saying goodnight. Rude. S Rude. See you tomorrow, Daniel. Be safe. <laughs> Tell Bruce I said hi. I still love to meet his dog. Oh, yeah, we haven't met Barbara. And Jose comes and out of like the, or Jose steps away from the pool table where they were playing and Mosey's on over to you guys. Yeah, that went as about as well as I expected it to. Uh, yeah, I, I thought we were going to, you know, meet up, plan what we we're going to do about the foe, uh, Gabe situation. Uh, we seem to be missing, uh, Danny though. Yeah. Go. yeah, that doesn't inspire confidence. Yeah. It's a long, complicated story, but um, uh, I'm going to see about talking to one of my um associates in uh, the Asimite organization. She usually has a good pulse on uh, what everyone else in town is doing. Uh, in the meantime, uh, my place is... uh out of the way, and I've made a very good job of knowing, uh, keeping people from knowing about it. I figured you could at least stay for a little bit. If you're okay with that sort of thing. That's a little forward of you, Jose. <laughs> Are you beat me to it? I was gonna offer my flat to him, but... I don't know, my roommate might find that a little... sudden, but... Yes, I think it might be a good All idea right. to stay with Mr. Almanza, Gabe. Well, that... Mm. I suppose I could do that. You know, I'd feel a little out of my element. And, uh... 
may not have to make appearances at the church every now and again, but. Yeah, I've got a two car garage if you want to park in there and. Sure. I'll get you a spare key. You're more than welcome to go around as you wish, but it's a little safer than probably your old place of residence. Yeah, that works for me. I appreciate the gesture. What's more, Pastor Gabe, I don't know if you should be going around alone to places. I think maybe one of us should accompany you to certain uh, spots like the church and that. Well, we could, we could who, set a, a rotation, yeah. Are any of you uh, disinclined to visit or attend worship services? Aww. I mean, if, if you don't, if you don't mind someone snorting in the background, <laughs> well, I think some of the portions <laughs> might mind. Pat, 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 Patrick says, with like, you see, he's kind of half smiling, uh, attempting to make a joke of it, but he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with staying in the background, Father, and keeping a lookout. Uh, I used to go to church back when I was a kid. I wouldn't mind. I could palate showing up again. I appreciate the uh, moral support, I suppose. As well as an extra set of eyes. These yeah. vampires have become Catholic. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well. These vampires have converted to the Lysandre clan. <laughs> These vampires have become Baptist. What's now the I'm going to teach you all the secret of uh, <laughs> of obtenoration. Yay! And Cole. that's, that's the secret. Jesus. Like that's the secret that Jose isn't telling us is that to learn obtenoration you have to convert to Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what's the current situation? What are you guys planning to do? I think it's just uh, end the night, I think. I Get think everyone so. home. Uh, Jose Jose's talks going to, to his people, Theo talks yeah. to his people, all that. Uh, Jose is going to do go over to his office computer. Uh, he's going okay. to... Send those um. uh, pictures he took in the cart on his phone to, like, the blood truck to Tabitha. Like, he said he would. Uh, he's going to uh, try to move, like, some of his liquid assets around to get a little cash on hand to give to uh, Worker B, whose name I definitely remember and is definitely in my notes. Um, I do have it here at some point. Isaac, yes. Isaac, yes. Yeah. Hunter and has this new employee. Uh, to maybe get him out of town like uh, Danny has suggested. And he's also going to reach out to uh, his contact at the Asimite stronghold. Is this an email or a call situation? Uh, it is an email. Basically, they, he emails them like a random passage from like a classical novel. And that's like a sign that he wants to meet. They actually respond pretty quickly with the uh, expected last half of the phrase that you were going with. And I assume they, you guys proceed to form a place and locate, place and time to talk. Okay, so she agrees to meet up with you, and why don't you tell us a little bit about her? Uh, her name is uh, Valerie. She's an old friend of my sire, Harlan. She is a vizier uh, at the Asimite Stronghold, which means they're like an artist slash like knowledge gatherer. One of the three different like castes of Asimite. 
what she does is usually just keep an eye on anything big or like suspect that is happening in like Dallas and the surrounding like counties just uh, uh, for use during like uh, Asimite missions. But uh, she has like uh, an agreement with Harlan to share some of that information with Jose should he need it. Occasionally, Jose has to pay something for it, but most of the time it's like uh, relatively free. If not a little, if not taking a little time to come together. Okay. So you guys meet up, uh, I would assume maybe at like a park or something? Uh, Yeah, at like a park or something. Uh, She's kind of sitting at the, at a bench waiting for you and you sit by her probably like trying to look not suspicious with the newspaper or what what have you looking Mm. at your phone like a millennial. Good evening. Oh, hello, Jose. How are you this lovely evening? Uh, it's been a lot. And things are only going to keep getting worse from here, I suspect. Hmm. So what you get working for princes, I guess. Uh, of course. Are you surprised? Not surprised, but it went in, uh, for the most part, but it's a bit of surprising direction. I suppose I have some worthwhile information uh, to trade for you if you get me some back. Oh, and what is that? That uh, circus on the outside of town. I know who's running it. And up until this point, a lot of people have expect uh, suspected he's uh, six feet under, so to speak, so. I think it might be a little worth your while, but uh, of course I wouldn't give you that without something in return. Well, considering there's only a handful of people it could be, I'd say you uh, showed your hand a little earlier there, but I'm assuming you have some other details I'd be interested in. What could Certainly. I do for you? Uh, I need you to look into a handful of people for me. Hmm, like who? Uh, I will give the three names that uh, Tristan gave us. And then what was the name that um, Gabe gave us for the name of his sire? Amelia Laurel. Uh, Supposedly a Ventru named Amelia Laurel. She's been... Well, she broke uh, one of the foremost laws of the Masquerade. Uh, Not the Masquerade, of the Camarilla. And, uh, right now, she's trying to mess with one of my friends, and, uh... I'd much rather see that not happen. Hmm. You know, that's one thing I've always appreciated about you. You're very loyal. Hmm. Well, I'll see what I can do. And I know you'll follow through on your end of the bargain. Is there anything else? Do I... If you could do a little digging on someone for me. I'm looking for something very specific. Shouldn't take too long. If you could, uh, see some stuff about Tabitha's history with, um, Kaitif and Thin Bloods, especially in regards to who she works for, that might be something I could use as leverage for something. Hmm. Well, all right. I'll see what I could do. 
Always great to see you. Lovely to Besides see you, you're too. the best uh, knowledge gatherer on this side of the continent. Oh, thank you. You always know how to butter me up. Mm. Have a lovely evening. Have a lovely evening. She stands up and walks away, and you wait your usual five, ten minutes before you get up and go back home. Mm -hmm. So, if I understand this correctly, Gabe is now staying with someone here? With oh. Jose, or...? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, yeah, with Jose. What was... What did Jose say to Gabe, or did Gabe come along and just, like, stand awkwardly? <laughs> I think, uh, Gabe, uh, he pulled up to, like, the parking lot of the par car, uh, park and said, uh, I gotta go meet with my, uh, contact. It'll take, like, five, ten minutes at most, uh, Alrighty. See you in a sec. Guess I'll keep my eyes out. Uh, there's a little, uh, folder of, uh, CDs of anything, if there's anything there you want to listen to. <laughs> right, what what, what CDs does Jose have in this car? It is a weird mix of, like, classic rock and so much punk. <laughs> you know what? Respect. Yeah. Well, I think I'll pass on that offer. Thanks, though. Got my own music. Fair Tell enough. Brothers. I've, I've, got, I've, I've got music on my phone. You know you can do that, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> this is hilarious. My, my car doesn't have a USB jack, so I can't play music through it. I gotta use CDs. It, it's a problem. <laughs> I mean, Dude, you, get a... There are other things to do that. Yeah. I have a little thing that plugs into the cigarette lighter in my car, and it, it's a radio transmitter. Pretty handy. Hi, sorry, a 22-year-old... A 22-year-old is now, like, outside of the car, just kind of peering down. <laughs> big green eyes and very crazy brown hair. Hey, yeah, uh, you want this car, Jack? Like, hey, you want this? It's, it's very handy. Anyway. Thank you, Julian. I'll deny your offer once again. You're not going to get my soul for, for, a, for a CD plug. I'll get you one day, Jose. I'll man son Julian fades into shadows. Yeah, you managed to slip away from Jose's bar. I would say you say your goodbyes to everyone, of course, and mm -hmm. you decide to stop by the Chantry to, you know, it's it's customary, honestly, at this point. Yeah. You, you don't think you're super attached to anyone there, but it's expected of you almost to to make an appearance every so often. You Yeah, I have to keep up keep it up, just <laughs> No, you you said that, never mind. <laughs> no, no, you're great. Say it, say it, please. Uh just yeah. Just do what you said, like keep up your appearances, make sure uh he's filling his quota, I guess. <laughs> his of quota. appearances. Like it's like when <laughs> you don't go downstairs for a family gathering for a while and they're like, Oh, look exactly. who finally they're came just out like, of the hey, room. What the fuck? Where where have you been? Oh, you finally showed up. Oh it's like, okay, I gotta show up every now and then or else they'll make a fuss. 
Yeah, they'll, unfortunately. They'll send someone to find me or something. Yeah. <laughs> you go into the Chantry, which, when viewed from the outside, it looks like a very normal museum. It's advertising special exhibits, such as like you know, famous artists, sculptures, uh, things like that. However, you know that when you go in, if you go through the special exhibit in a certain way, if you go through this special door with a lock on it, you're able to enter the true Chimir Chantry, where you are free to analyze pretty much anything, any artifact, painting, book, what have you that the Chantry has. It's also where you are able to practice your vampiric powers without fear of breaking the masquerade. So you go through, yeah, a pretty nice setup. You go through the museum, everyone has a quote unquote employee pass, but you use it to slide and get through the key card, uh, the key cord lock, and you enter the chantry and you see a handful of people, oh, hey Theodore, hey Theo, what's up? The usual greetings. Hey, Hello, <laughs> I'm, I'm back, what's up? Hi. How is the kids? You see Carl <laughs> Just like office oh. talk. <laughs> yeah. Carl's like, oh, the kids are doing great. Uh, it's hard to keep them out of my, uh, you know, business. He motions to the Chantry, kind of implying that they don't know he's a vampire yet. But, you know, they're getting to that age. <laughs> yeah, I might tell them soon. That's going to be a disaster. Hey, uh, the prince allows it under very strict oh, circumstances. Oh, I did not mean to say that. <laughs> in character. <laughs> Yo, it's fine. I do imagine that Theo, like, in the back of his mind is just like, that's not gonna end well. Yeah. But he starts going off about like, oh yeah, little Susie that just this past week got accepted into uh, her advanced classes, so we're very proud of her there. And, uh, and the son, you know him, uh, Marcus, he's he's top of his football, sports ball. Listen, I know nothing about sports. Uh, he's doing great at sports. That's fine. And, as long as I don't need to talk about it either. And, and he's doing a great job. We're so proud of him. And you see everyone kind of like roll their eyes like, oh, a typical girl bringing up his family. Yeah. How dare he? How dare you have people who he loves and tries to stay human for? Yeah. Uh, that's that's cool. That's great. I, I I'm I'm gonna go now. <laughs> they almost. If it weren't for the fact that some of them kind of nodded, it would be as though you didn't even enter the conversation. They just keep talking over mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Are you looking for anyone in particular? Or anything in particular, even? Uh, I'm just gonna look around a bit. Am I still in the area with the exhibits, or am I in the... You are in the place where they hold the artifacts, exhibits, paintings, etc. The Not the actual exhibits themselves. Kind of an underground area, kept away from the kind's eyes. Yeah, I'm just, uh, just, just a cursory glance, I guess, over there. I'm, I think he's, he's looking at that stuff and he's keeping an eye out for, uh, like a, uh, more higher up person, um, 
in, in, the, in the hierarchy, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you see perusing the shelves. Brian, he's one of the uh, older vampires here. Of course, that's not his real name. He's changed it probably three or four times by now, really. He's a very standard-looking man, and honestly, if you didn't know mm-hmm. that he was one of the leaders of the Tremere Chantry, you wouldn't be impressed by this man. He looks like you just picked a random Joe up off the street. You know, close-cropped brown hair, brown eyes, you know, white, of course, with some stubble. Very ordinary-looking man. He catches your eye and waves you over. He's wearing a blue checkered shirt with really weird, like, cargo pants. Okay. He has a, He has a bit of a dad outfit going on. Just average man. Is it just Brian, or is, do I know a last name? Uh, Brian... Brian Sullivan. David Gilbert. No, Brian Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Sullivan, okay. Oh, uh, he was me over him. Uh... Yeah, he just calls out to you. Oh, Theo. Hey there, you... Everything going okay? Brian. You looking for anything? I'm good. Uh... Kinda. I... You know I've been, uh... Hired by the Prince to do some work, right? He brightens at that. It's not even an appreciative thing, it's almost like a predatory smile, like, Oh yes, that's such an honor to get chosen to work for the prince. I remember my first job for her. He, or my first job for the prince uh, in Houston many, many, many years ago, before you were even turned. And when he says that, you get, the, the way he says it, the tone, feels almost like he's bragging about how he's an older, like, a higher up generation than you. I'm sure that's Mm. not unusual, though. Yeah. Oh, well, back when I was first turned, and I I was pretty much immediately hired on by the prince. I know it took you a while. That part definitely stands out to you. He goes on about his first job for the prince. Kind of, it seems like he almost forgot about your question before he turns back. Oh, yeah, um... That's how I ended up here, anyways, with owning this, uh, owning this museum. But what was that? What were you saying about your job for the yeah. prince? Yeah, yeah, owning the museum—that was great. <laughs> you get the impression he's told, he's been heard, he's heard the story several times before. One hundred percent. Actually, you heard this story last week. Yeah. <laughs> There's these people that are possible that are possibly uh, uh, violating the masquerade, and uh, I'm here to look into them. Uh, if that's if that's cool, but, um, they're they're venture and or. At least some of their inventory, I can't really remember. Um, And so, you know, connections to Tremere and that stuff. Wanted to ask if you've heard anything? Oh, of course. I keep keep a pretty tight ship around here. I think I'll be able to help you out. 
sweet. Uh, so Jay, there, Jay Morgan, Osmodius Carter Wilkinson, and Melanie Roberts. Hmm. Well, that Osmosius man, he doesn't sound familiar. I don't think he's part of our... You said they're Tremere or that they're Ventru? Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Tremere or Zemisi? Some, it's, it's someone who we think is disguising themselves, so... Hmm. Well, that Osmosius man, he doesn't sound familiar. He's not from... Our clan. Must be one of those Zemisi types, uh. Alright. But. The other two. Hmm. What are you wanting to know? I trust them both entirely. I don't think they would hurt anyone. I don't think they'd have the gall to risk breaking the masquerade. Uh, well, this person has been hanging around this circus and, uh, apparently just has been spotted, you know, breaking violations of a masquerade by drinking blood as someone else, uh, which has been drawing a lot of eyes there, obviously, want mm. to look into this. Well... I know. So they, have they been like going to have just not me eating up on certain times, or I don't know, do they have that power at least? This is a Julian question. What are you asking here? Uh, do they do they have uh, the would would they know if they have the discipline to do that in general, or? Um, I would say un. Or if they've you... just been, like, slipping out. Okay. Could you give me a... Uh, could you give me an intelligence plus etiquette roll, please? Oh. Uh, let's see, that's five. That's a botch. I will spend a willpower to not botch. With the zero. Fuck. Brian kind of cringes at that. You just posted cringe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You're kicked out of the Tremere. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Uh, just another day at the Chantry. <laughs> well, I can't tell you they're... Uh, their paths exactly. That is pretty personal information, so you'd have to ask them directly. But right, of course. I know they both moved here within the past uh, four months or so, give or take. Uh, Jay's a bit more recent. I don't know if either of them have mentioned the circus thing, but considering the fact that they're part of us, I. He kind of almost stresses this next bit. Uh, uh, he almost stresses this next bit. I don't, unless they had a really good reason, I don't think that they would help break the masquerade because we would have quite an issue, especially with the Ventru and the current prince. Yeah, yeah, of course. 
And could I please- It is weird that this is happening. Sorry, what? Could I please get a perception plus empathy from you? Perception, empathy. God, I need to buy empathy. Okay. <laughs> It'll happen eventually. Two successes, even though hey. I've only rolled three die there. Two tens, damn. Nice. Two tens. What? With that, you actually... What? You... Realizing the way Brian is kind of dancing around your questions or trying to emphasize that, oh, no one in the Tremere would be bad, you get the sense that he would be like willing to stick his neck out to make sure that his clan looks good. He might not be the best person to ask for uh, these people specifically. But you did learn okay. that they seem to have moved here pretty recently, uh, past yeah. three or four months. Three or four months, right. Hold and on. you also I learned am... that Osmodius is probably a Zemisi. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sorry, just just cross-checking uh, timelines. <laughs> uh, why did I write when the game thing happened? Oh, that's fine. Okay, cool. Uh, well, thank you for, thank you for uh, your help. Uh, you know, it is very hmm. common, at least in your chantry, it is considered polite to Thank them for their time, acting as though they had like gone out of your out of their way to do this for you, and like right, complimenting yeah. them to show their to show your thanks. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> well, I thank you for your time. I really appreciate you going out to uh, telling me all this. I know you, you're really busy, so I'll get out of here now. Oh, well, thank you for stopping by and talking with me. It's always a, a delight to chat with you. You also know that that is... A delight, yep. You also know that that's kind of Tremere code for thank you for leaving. <laughs> Alright. Moving on, that was... Oh my god, stuff. You, as you are leaving, you run into Maya. She's one of the few people here who isn't actively a part of the rat race that is the Tremere clan. Oh! Oh, Theo! Oh my gosh, I, I'm so sorry, I didn't see you there. Uh, how are you doing? You doing okay? Oh. I'm good, thank you. How are you? <sighs> Sounds great. Yeah, you're it's telling like... me... Brian's been on my ass about uh, some sort of... Basically, we're supposed to do something for the local gang girl. I'll be real with you. I haven't looked at it. Uh, whatever. Yeah, just talk him up. Ask him about the museum. How, how he came to bring this museum up again, you know. Oh. Buy some, just yeah. buy some time. 
God knows that always works. Oh, and then I'll ask him about. Uh, I'll ask him about the whole situation with the harpies next. I'm sure that that'll buy me another hour or two. Yeah. How's your thing with the prince going? I'm sure you're thrilled about that. She uh, oh, does dumb little jazz wonderful. hands while rolling her eyes. It's really great. Really, yeah. Really getting to know the other kindred. They were very enthusiastic uh, to be working with the Tremere, you know? Oh, she seems very wary about that. They aren't, they aren't talking about the vampire wizards or anything, are they? What else are they talking about? <laughs> you know that it, it's very common among Tremere to have, like, anyone who's clearly an outsider who clearly isn't, like, a part of the Tremere clan, only they would call them vampire wizards. It's kind of demeaning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, then... Eh, they're fine. Most of them are really new anyways, so don't... They don't really know much about Kindred. Honestly, there's one of them really kind, but... Sometimes we really doubt how she's a kindred. Oh? Is she kindred? Are you sure she's not like a ghoul or something? We're pretty sure, yeah. It's oh. just... She's just very... very new to a lot of stuff. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sorry you have to work with a newbie. I know that can be kind of frustrating sometimes. Oh, uh, but anyways, what's bringing you here? What's up? Oh, uh, actually, it's relating to that, uh, we've been, uh, looking into this circus, and there's been uh, framing, ma masquerade violations, it's a whole story. Basically, there's three people that we think it could be, um, to, to Tremere, one Sumisi, I don't know if you could help me out on this. Hmm, I'll do what I can. Uh, Jay Morgan and... Jay Morgan, Osmodeus Carter-Wilkinson, and Melanie Roberts. Roberts. When you say Melanie, she almost, like, cringes. Ah, uh, Melanie, uh, I'm not surprised she's on that list. She's a little weird. Uh, I mean, like, no offense, of course, like, uh, she's trying to be polite, but, I mean, she clearly doesn't like this girl. Weird in which way? That's, there's a lot of, there's yeah. a lot of weird kindred. You got a point, oh my gosh. Uh, just more power hungry, but also more paranoid? I guess those tend to go hand in hand, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I tried to, like, reach out with her, you know, gotta keep up good appearances and all that, but she just kind of rebuffs everything, just, oh, no, I don't want to go grab a bite to eat with you, we can do that later, or, oh, I don't want to help with your report, or, oh, I don't need help with my report. You basically know that, uh, in the Tremere clan, once again, asking to help with reports or anything like that is just trying to get to know someone better and, like, hanging out, because it's... A little faux pas to just straight up say, like, hey, you want to go hang out? 
Yeah. But yeah, she's just not really sociable. She really keeps to herself. And Jay, uh, he's all right. I don't, I've never heard of an Osmodius. Like, who's using that name in, who's you? wait. She actually pulls out her phone and she looks up the name Osmodius and she's like, I don't think anyone's like actually used that name in years. What the hell? What kind of fake identity is that? That's, ugh. You, you make a point. <laughs> Definitely, I'll sh I should look that, look into that, I guess, then. <laughs> Jay's just all right, just, just normal, or? Oh, I mean, he keeps his head down, he does his work. I guess he's, like, perfect for this rat race of a clan. He's yeah. not, he, like, hasn't turned me down or anything. It's just, like, he he doesn't seem to be around a lot. Maybe he has a life outside of all this. I wish I did. Fuck. Yeah. It's that we gotta deal with. Gotta deal with Brian and this whole fucking, well, as you say, rat race. Or maybe it's more of a bat race. She kind of gives you, a, she's trying. She <laughs> gives you like a, a, a laugh that's very <laughs> like, oh, ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah, sorry to hear about that. I don't know. She shrugs, oh, it happens. Sure. If you ever want help with your work, I guess, hit me up. She looks almost like genuinely delighted at that. Like, oh, Theo, you know I love, <laughs> what's it? Oh, you know I love working on reports with you. You're one of the cool guys. Oh, thanks. Actually, uh, she pauses. I'm kind of free for the rest of the night. Do you need help with anything? Now that you mention it, there is a there is a path that I'm interested in. Uh, if you could help me, yeah, Fig figure it out. I guess I don't know. Her eyes uh, kind of flash at that, or I guess I should try to give some character descriptions. Uh, her green eyes kind <laughs> of flash at that, um, and. She pushes up her glasses and they do that anime glare thing. She's like, Oh, sweet. Theo, you know I would love to help you with that. What, what do you have in mind? She's like already walking you down to the place where you guys can test out your powers, uh, safe from prying eyes. She's at. Oh, yeah. She's. Uh, Path of Conjuring. Ooh, Path of Conjuring. Oh, that's, oh my gosh, that's a fun one. Uh, I don't do that personally, but I've seen some really cool things be, being done with that. What do you have in my, uh, Path of Conjuring? Uh, do you, have you like studied it? I, hmm. She pauses. Not intensely, not yet. You blink and you figure she must have used celerity or something in order to be back so quickly with so many books. Okay, so. Oh. Uh, I got you some things on Path of Conjuring. I may have 
borrowed some from Brian, but that's fine. He doesn't have to know. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> you could say that again. And she takes you into a room. It's almost like a very small study chamber with a desk, table, uh, fuck. I almost said a desk and tables. Uh, <laughs> it's a very small study room with whiteboards, markers, desks, and, two, and some chairs and also plenty of space to practice magic with, so more of a medium-sized room if I think about it. Mm. Okay, so I guess this is a good place to start. She hands you a book and you both start reading and talking about it uh, back and forth for a couple hours probably. Or actually, yeah. uh, talk about it for an hour mm. or so. She's like, okay, are yeah, you- Yeah, Are you ready to try? Just summon like something I small, so. I think. All right. I'm going to try to summon. So, like, think of something cool. I don't know, a mug. A mug. Oh, delightful. Okay. Um. Hmm. Wait. Okay. When a player rolls to conjure something, successes gained on the roll indicate the quality of the summoned object. <laughs> nope. Oof. <laughs> That's a botch. With your botch, it says here one success yields shoddy and imperfect creations. But since you botch, it's not even a mug, it's just a ball of clay. And she, Maya bursts out laughing, and you can hear her cackle basically all the way down the hall like, oh my god, Theo. (laughs) I mean, it's a starting point. Summon something. Listen, I'm, I'm starting out. Yeah, you're doing great. You're doing great. Oh, just, oh my gosh. I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen that before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I think he tries to summon something. Tries something, something again, but like a little bit bigger. <laughs> he okay. doesn't take... Failure, failure, well, um... <laughs> Understandable. Oh no. Striving for perfection. Hi, I'm just thinking of food. All I can think of is a bowl, but that's not... Uh, what's bigger? A... Just like... What's an object? Um, maybe a fucking mm. object generator. Uh, it has to be the same material, so keep that in okay. mind. Uh, it could be a yeah. ring, like a plastic could I just bottle, make, like a small glass. sculpture. With yeah, the sure. Same... Yeah. Go ahead, roll again for me then. There you go. There's a success. One success, you get a statue of David. It's a little weird, not the best you've ever seen. The, certainly the museum sells better replicas than this, but you made it they and it's sell yours. replicas of David you know, little, at the museum? You know, little, um, just little like souvenirs, not full size, goodness no. You, you are currently in your hands, there is uh, probably about 
six inches tall, made of marble. So it's pretty heavy. A replica of David, however, you made him wearing clothes. That's probably the weirdest difference that you can pick up on. <laughs> He's wearing jeans and a t-shirt and some converse. <laughs> I mean, basically the same. Modern rendition, we'll say. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. So, she seems very proud of you. You got the basics down at least. That's phenomenal. Theo, I am so proud of you. Um, is there anything else? I, I think that's it for now. You're still starting out, so I don't know how much you can do. But are there any other disciplines you've been needing help with? Cough, cough, aspects. Oh, right. Well, I think I've got everything for from Thaumaturgy, but uh, I am very new on Auspex. Tried using it uh, the other night. Uh, and, it, and it worked, but I don't really know what any of this means. I'll be honest. Oh my gosh, you finally learned Auspex. Oh, that is, oh, it's so handy, let me tell you. Here, actually. <laughs> Some DM bias there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I will make you guys use Auspex. <laughs> I, could, I no. mean, I'm glad at least I, I have a useful discipline. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I won't lie, this is between us. I'm gonna delete this from my recording. But I'm mm. a little upset, because I think Auspex is really, really fascinating, and I'm kind of upset that Nick didn't give us more opportunities to use it, so I'm trying to do that for you guys. Hell yeah. Um, I'm also just trying to make sure that all of you can like do your special thing. Anyway, sorry, back to the plot. Yeah. Maya's like, oh, we actually have uh, some pamphlets out in front. There, there has a Sorry, handy little. The thought of this is so good. It has a little. T I'm glad you like it. It has a little table <laughs> where it walks you through just baseline colors and uh, the the colors and their meanings and any special things you got to look out for. Uh, so here, for example, go ahead and activate it and look at me. And I'm assuming you do that. Yeah. Okay. So I turn it on. You turn Ding. on your aspects. Ding and you look at Maya, and you see her usual frame, very petite, small, with her blonde hair and her glasses, but all around her is this orangish-red, almost vermilion aura. However, it's also pale, almost like a pastel. And she goes on to say, uh, so since I'm a kindred, my aura is immediately just like more chill, it's pastel, it's more pale compared to your like humans or your werewolves or your fae or anything. But she does a little dramatic twirl. This color means that I'm happy right now because I get to hang out with one of my best friends. Ugh. Thanks. Oh shucks, anytime. But if you go out, uh, you might see, since Brian's excited to be talking about his museum, he might be more of like a purple or a violet. Or actually probably more of a violet. I don't know what the, the chart's weird. He would be more of a violet because he's excited. And since he's kindred, it's gonna be kind of muted. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. Yeah, and that there's- That does make sense. 
Good, good. So basically, whenever you're looking for someone who's a kindred, you're going to want to look for this, like, pale aura. There might be some special interest as interest, or there may be some special instances with, uh, there are clans who can hide their auras. That might be a little troublesome for you, but most humans and regular kindred, like us, she gestures between the two of you, can't hide their auras super well. It takes someone a little bit more advanced. Huh. Does that make sense? Uh, feel free to pick up yeah. one of those sheets on the way out. They might be super useful. I know they helped me when I was learning. Yeah, is it cool if I take an extra? Oh, of course, yeah. I don't see why not. So, uh, is there anything else I can help you with, or do you think you're good for the night? I know it's getting to be close to your bedtime. Yeah, no, it's... It's getting a bit ladyver for me. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, I think... As much as I appreciate your company, uh, I think I've... Uh, I'm spent with being back here. Oh, I hear you there. Oh. Good luck with the rest of your prince thing. Let me know if you need any help with anything. I'll do what I can. Yeah, no. Thanks. She walks you to the uh, entry of the exhibits where you can leave safely. Okay, well, bye, Theo. Have a good night. Or, yeah, well, night for us. Daytime for Kyle. Yeah. You know, I still can't wrap my head around it. She waves you off and goes back inside, assumedly to do a little bit more research before she has to leave. And you head on back home to your apartment, was it, or was it a house? God, uh, let's say apartment, because I can only remember last session's housing arrangement, so... Okay, so you head back home to your apartment. Is there anything you want to do before you go to bed? Yeah, I'd like to look into Osmodius. Okay. It is, you... it is a very particular name. It's, I mean, it probably won't show up on internet, but it, I mean, if it does, it's a, it's, you know, there's only, there's only going to be a few specific instances of it. Understandable. Probably, so uh... looking at the internet, uh, I'm not thinking of the name Osmodius. I am thinking of the name Ozymandias, which is close, and I'm going to go ahead and say oh, okay. it's close enough. So don't, no one come for me. No one come for my wig on that. That's a, that's a Julian request. But you Google this man's full name, and you see a LinkedIn that seems to be attached to this circus, and he's very handsome-looking African-American man with, like, really neat dreads with things braided into them. And he wears amazing outfits. Like, they are on point. Like, he has the aesthetic on lock of gold and purple and rhinestones, but somehow not tacky. You don't find Hell much yeah. about anything him being a kindred, but he does seem to be a pretty popular... Uh, contortionist and uh, show performer, of course. So he works there, okay. Yes, he does indeed work at this uh, circus. 
Uh, I want to keep that page open and check to see if the other ones are maybe then. Probably not, but just since, since these are picked out together, I might as well look into it. That's fair. Looking up J, you actually don't find anything. You're assuming that if he has an internet presence, If he has an internet presence, it must be very small. Or he, either that, or it is a new identity, just completely. And Melanie, looking oh, into it. her, she has an impeccable, she has an impeccably curated social media presence. Her Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. Uh, and of course she has a LinkedIn. She also seems to travel around a lot, advertising or like, showing off, moving every so often to quote-unquote keep things fresh, and she tries to live up that to, um, to the stereotype of a young 20-something girl using daddy's credit card to travel around the world. You know, uh, take nothing but pictures, leave nothing but footprints kind of uh, classic white girl aesthetic. And she does match the the fuck what she does match the profile pretty well a white petite 20 something very unassuming stereotypically attractive very by the book very uh well curated like Im Im impeccably perfect yeah that's I mean, for for a kindred, that's that's almost impressive, I would think. Yeah, for sure. But uh, so a lot of photos, right? Anything, anything at at the circus? You do actually see one picture from a couple months ago. Well, more than a couple, I would say, probably about seven or so, where she claimed to be visiting a friend a few states over, and she was recommended this circus, and she was just so enthralled by it, and she's taking a picture of um, what looks to be a beautiful cotton candy rose bouquet, and she's just like, oh, hashtag, I don't, what, what are hashtags anymore? I'm not familiar with them, unfortunately. Just like hashtag food, um, hashtag cotton candy, hashtag flowers, hashtag food bouquet, hashtag cotton candy bouquet, hashtag, like just trying to get that clout. Hashtag yellow. Hashtag yellow, hashtag the dream, hashtag, um, I don't, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just. Just yeah, just like so the many most hashtags. unrelated stuff sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> most tangentially uh, related things. Yeah, you see, like she literally starts just tagging the main colors of the photo: hashtag pink, hashtag blue, hashtag white, hashtag trans pride. And it's like, I mean, I guess there's some <laughs> logic there, but okay. <laughs> I mean, trans rights. Trans rights. Trans rights. We say trans rights on this podcast. We say trans rights on this podcast. Okay. Trans rights aside, which <laughs> they're very important, don't get me wrong, but we're here recording this. You, so basically it boils down to Jay either has 
no social media or this is a new identity to some degree. And Melanie has a very well curated social media presence. And you figured out she's been to this circus at least once before. Right, yeah. Oh, what's the date on that photo? I hesitate to give you an exact date right now, but <laughs> I will say about seven months ago. So since this is October, the tail end of October, it would be uh, probably around mid-March. Okay. Uh, then going back to Osmodius, he works at the circus. What does he do there again? He's a very popular contortionist and show performer, just overall. Contortionist. Hmm. Um, so, um, just like from the site, it just like, it gives like a general Blurb yeah, about it's, him, I guess. It's a blurb where it's like, oh... Osmodius, growing up, always loved to, you know, play on the playground and go on the monkey bars, and he learned that he could... <laughs> he could one day, like, become a gymnast and achieve such feats as fitting into a really tiny box, I guess. Uh, yeah, really realistic stuff, especially knowing these are kindred. Oh, super realist, but it's very impressive seeing him squeeze himself into these very small spaces and manipulating himself to look like different objects and animals almost. Like he does a shadow theater thing that's very popular in particular, where he contorts his body to look like different animals and different... Uh, scenarios like ships and stuff and people are like oh that's so oh. impressive how realistic it is uh you being a kindred you sense some bullshit yeah i want to know like specifically what what discipline or this could be right yes you know that this is the same thing that erica used to uh, manipulate danny's throat into being able to fit that sword a little bit better. Okay. Probably a way higher grade of it. Vicissitude, mm -hmm. it's called. A way higher grade of vicissitude, but vicissitude nonetheless. Vicissitude? That's a big word. It is a big word. Yeah, so he's a contortionist. Uh, so... Depending on what he can do with that, could be our guy. Could be. But then again, still who knows. Oh, fuck, I forgot to ask about... about, uh, Gabe's sire. Oh, well. I mean, this isn't the last time we're gonna be doing this aside sort of thing. Yeah. Do I know her name, actually? Emilia Laurel. E-M-I-L-I-A Laurel. L-O-R-E-L. I mean, since I'm here, might as well. Does she have an online presence? New game show tonight. Oh, geez. I would say <laughs> yes, kindred. but it's very standard for Kindred to have uh, one or two posts every couple of months. 
Mm, so nothing much. Yeah, nothing much. You do see some posts where it's like, she mentions moving a little under a year ago, back when Gabe reported that they had a falling out, where she's like, oh, moving away from Houston, so sad to see my loved one, uh, so sad to uh, leave my loved ones, but I know that it's for the best, and like a couple broken heart emojis, and just some comments. You don't know if they're from Kindred or from humans. You see some things about like a breakup or like, oh, so sorry about the church situation, things like that. Okay. Does she, does she have any... She has posts, like, since then, though, right? Yes, she has. A uh, handful of things where it's like, oh, loving this new job, and then, like, a mug of coffee that says world's best boss or whatever. Um, is there anything, like, to to find if, like... She moved away, like, um, is there any way to find where she went or if she's moved back or... If so, when, wh- that would the be circus was Wyoming so, or something. If so, that would be a different role of intelligence plus investigation. Uh, that's two successes. Two successes. You find that she. It looks like while she did leave, she has moved back in the recent months, probably about three months ago. So she's still settling in. And with that, you're also able to pin down not an exact ad- address. She's moved into a, a, an apartment building, and she posts kind of like the front doorway pic of, a, you know, a welcome mat, uh, some potted plants next to the door. And she's like, oh, so glad to be back home. Come visit me sometime. And I, with I that, thought you were going to say something like she docks herself. I was like, why would no, you do no, that? No, no, no. Goodness. But <laughs> she with posted your... her fucking... The, the address number. Yeah, oh my gosh, no. With that picture, though, you, you in particular, being as good as you are with computers, are able to uh, find out where it is approximately. You can narrow it down to the handful of buildings it may be. You don't know the exact address. You see the number, like, 22, but you don't know if that's... Uh, like 22A, 22B, 22, like, so on and so forth. Like, what yeah. building that's this in. This is your reminder to be careful about where you take a picture of yourself. Exactly, because then some kindred might find you and turn you into a vampire. Wait, no, that's not the... Nope, never mind. <laughs> BRB taking a picture of my front door. 